My name is Ty Brady, the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing, and welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. And we sent out a little uh, question and answer given the holidays are coming up here. And the first question I want to answer here is there was a lot of discussion and back and forth with drug plans and especially on the insulin savings program and what that means. So let me give you a little history on that. There was an executive order signed. And by the way, this is my understanding and my interpretation. And based on your state and the plan, these are subject to various. So please do your own research. But this will at least give you a little insight on the executive order uh, towards insulin. So the insulin program was signed as an executive order by our president and some carriers decided to take it and run with it, meaning they they believed it was going to get passed all the way through and it was going to be a mandate. My understanding is, is it's not a mandate for every insurance company yet. As of right now, today, there are some insurance companies that are participating and you got to look at each plan specifically. Some are participating, some are not. The bottom line is, is the idea is that insulin would not cost somebody more than $35 copay, period. That means there wouldn't be a deductible on those drugs. That means they wouldn't hit them in the donut hole and it would be a consistent $35. Now, there are some states that have implemented more restrictions. And my understanding is in those states, there are mandates and those insurance companies that choose to operate in those states are governed by those those mandates. So let's fast forward a little bit. So some insurance companies decided to participate and the ones that did, you have to check the drug formulary. It does not mean that every insulin drug or insulin type that people take is going to be covered under the $35 copay. What has to happen is those drugs still need to fall in the formulary. And if they do, they are supposed to be a $35 copay. Now that's per month. That's my understanding. So they can't get a 90-day supply for $35. It's going to be 35 times three months, and then they would get their supplies. So what the reason this has come up quite a bit is that as as an agent, I've talked about this in the past, our number one concern is finding the plan that works best for the member. Our biggest problem are our doctors and the drug companies and the pharmaceutical companies that fill the prescriptions because they inevitably say, you go to the counter and you pick up a drug for insulin and they say, well, it's your insurance company. So let me tell you a story about this real recently and it just breaks my heart. I had a gentleman, an agent called me up and he says, hey, so-and-so went to the pharmacy counter And he just got charged $1,500 for a 90-day supply of insulin when previously he was paying a $45 copay. Why is that? I said, well, I can tell you right now something's wrong because there's no way that it's $1,500 on the insurance program that you put him on. So what ended up happening is, is that the drug he wanted to take, this is the member, wanted to take was not on the drug formulary. The pharmacy where he filled the prescription did not take the time to explain that to them. All they said is it's your insurance. So what does the the member do? He pays $1,500, puts it on his credit card. 
because he can't live without his insulin. It's a tragedy. Should have never happened. The, what should have happened is, first of all, the member should have been told that it's not in the formulary, that he could have called his insurance company and got a formulary exception. He could have called the agent. The agent could have guided him through it. But now that he had picked up his prescription and went home, there was no recourse. The only recourse we had for his insulin was to do a reimbursement to the to the insurance company to see if they have would, would have a kind heart and go ahead and take care of it for him. That should never happen, but it does. Insulin is a life-saving drug for a lot of people, and that's why the executive order was signed. It's interesting to me that some companies decided to participate and some didn't. But the ones that are need to check the formulary to make sure the drug that the, that you're helping or the member you're helping that it does fall in the drug formulary. Number two is educating the member that if there's a problem, they need to call you. Number three is work with them when they fill up their first prescription, if they need help. Because once it's in the system and the pharmaceutical tech or whoever the drug, where they're getting their drugs filled, knows what this person's doing, usually it becomes automatic and then the, the problems will resolve. Check with your local market because some markets, like I said, some states have a different mandate where it's a $30 copay, for example. And it's a good thing because I get calls from the people, from my clients concerned about how much drugs cost. Drugs are not getting less expensive. They're getting more expensive. And if we know what we're dealing with, we know the insurance companies that are participating, we know what doctors are going to do. We know what pharmaceutical, where they fill their drugs, what they're going to do. We can help better prepare the member and be proactive instead of reactive. I am grateful that they signed this executive order. It's been a heartburn for a lot of people for a lot of years, um, getting their drugs filled and getting them to take them is another one. The whole idea is to help people live happier, healthier lives. Along with the, the insulin savings program, there's been a lot of questions on how it pertains to low-income subsidy. It has no, it, if they have low-income subsidy and their insulin is covered on the formulary, it should be the similar copay, no more than $8.30 because it's a different issue. Remember, with low-income subsidy, it helps lower the cost of the drug plan premium. It helps with the deductible. It helps with the coinsurance on the prescription, and it helps through the donut hole. So it, and it helps with the late enrollment penalty. That's what low-income subsidy helps out with, which is a different program than the insulin savings program. So pay attention to the different programs, be aware of those, educate your members. And if you have questions or concerns, give me a call, reach out to me, shoot me a text, shoot me an email. I'm glad this question was asked. And there's been a lot of talk about it, given the state of what's going on. And know the plans that are participating. Do your homework. I can give you some ideas, but take the time to look and ask questions, reach out to those plans and EDC managers that are in your local markets, help the members. How this all came about is to help people live happier, healthier lives. How this came about is there was an executive order that was signed, but no mandate. I do believe going forward, there'll be some changes. I do believe that there's going to be some massaging, but we're on a good path. I hear the stories all the time about how somebody chose to fill their prescription drugs or did not fill their prescription drugs because they had to pick one or the other because they had to rent to pay or whatever the case may be. We all have those stories as agents. Insulin is a life-saving drug. 
I think in another episode, I'll tell you some stories about how agents were at people's house and they were had to give them sugar because they were insulin diabetic. There's a lot of people out there that are. It's not something that I fight with or struggle with, but I hope that I understand and help those people around me. It's important that we know and do our homework, educate ourselves as agents. And thank you for tuning in as always. Please subscribe, send this to your friends, your family, your loved ones. Have a great day. Thank you. You can find The Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email thetybradyway at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.